Hey listeners, I'm your host Michelle. And I'm Bella. And you're listening to AdLib. Orphaned and expendable, Alina Starkov is a soldier who knows she may not survive her first trek across the Shadowfold, a swath of unnatural darkness crawling with monsters. But when her regiment is attacked, Alina unleashes dormant magic not even she knew she possessed. Now Alina will enter a lavish world of royalty and intrigue as she trains with the Grisha, her country's magic military elite, and falls under the spell of their notorious leader, the Darkling. He believes Alina can summon a force capable of destroying the Shadowfold and reuniting their war-ravaged country, but only if she can master her untamed gift. As the threat to the kingdom mounts and Alina unlocks the secrets of her past, she will make a dangerous discovery that could threaten all she loves and the very future of a nation. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Great reading. Thank you. Hi, guys. We back. That was a lovely blurb read by Michelle of the first book that we're going to be talking about on AdLib. Shadow and Bone by so Lee Bardugo. Can I add a little story in here? Go ahead. So a few months ago, um, I was very late to like the Lee Bardugo of it all. And I only read Shadow and Bone like I think it was around last Christmas. And I was very late to the TV show adaptation. And I only watched it a few months ago. And as I was watching it, I was texting Michelle. And I was like, just texting her my thoughts. And... Us talking about it was very one very specific character <laughs> in the Netflix show um, inspired this podcast. Our yeah, our main character Alina Sarkov really just jump started this entire experience. She's a she's we have a lot she's to say something. about her. <laughs> we have a lot to say about Miss Sarkov, but um, so this is exciting. First we ever. finally, we're finally doing it. I know we're finally doing it. We've always talked about starting a podcast, and you know, now it's coming true. Now we have a reason. So, um, so we figured we'd jump right into. I think one of the most important things that really you have to think about when comparing books to their TV adaptations is casting. I feel like that can really make or break. Yeah, if something's good. Very hard to please every single fan out there. <laughs> it is. And I feel like it's tough, um, especially me when I'm reading. Like, I have such an image of who I'm reading about. And if I see that a casting is slightly wrong, it, like, kind of bothers me. That was her me. main complaint. Whenever she was texting me, she was like, oh, my God, who are these people? Listen, I mean, I think we got to address Alina, first and foremost. I feel like the casting was good there. I, I do. I I very much enjoy, I very much love Jessie. Jessie's Jessie great. May May Lee, May Lay. Yes. They're great. I think, I think they're pretty much what I pictured Alina to look like. Yeah. Alina was pretty spot on. I mean, I feel like there is a lot of description of Alina in the books. So like I had that pretty clear image of her. Yeah. But yeah, Alina was good. But also, okay, this is... <laughs> One of the main Say things. your truth, Michelle. <laughs> so I, I recently started rereading Shadow and Bone because mm-hmm. of this episode. And let me let me just read you a little passage. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. If I can find it. It's okay. Oh, God. It, 
honest, it's in the first, it's in the first page. Like, is it about Miss Alina? Miss Alina. <laughs> when she was a little kid. Oh, okay. Cute. It literally says, she's an ugly little thing. Oh. <laughs> no child should look like that. Pale and sour, like a glass of milk that's turned. And so skinny, the cook replied, never finishes her supper. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Lee really did her dirty. Lee. The entire book is just Lee saying how ugly this girl is. Lee, what is going on? <laughs> is there something that you're trying to overcome? Like, I need to know. Because oh, I no. did notice that as well when I was reading pretty much all three books. Um, yeah. Alina's, she's, for being the heroine, she's a, she doesn't seem well loved <laughs> by the author. <laughs> the author herself. Which is definitely an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, even when she's older, she's still described as, like, skinny and ugly and brittle hair yeah. and pale. She's really just getting, she can't catch a break. And for being the sun summoner, like. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> you would think. You would think she'd be the opposite of, what was the phrase, spoiled milk or sour milk? <laughs> Turned milk is oh, what it said. No. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, um, it's definitely something that stuck out to me, too. But you know what I think is ironic? Like, I think we need to clarify here. When we say Jessie is a good Alina, that, <laughs> we're not calling Jessie ugly. She's very much the opposite. Right. Oh, yeah, and by the way, Jessie goes by they, them, and she, her. So. Okay, both. We can, we can switch back and forth. Cool. Love that. Yeah. Okay. Just clearing that up. <laughs> yes. Love that. So, yeah. Like, not to say that Jessie's ugly. <laughs> She's very beautiful. <laughs> but it's the Alina that I imagined in my head when I was reading. And I really didn't imagine Alina ugly. Right. I tried to overcome the numerous descriptions of her, like... I just ignore whenever Lee called Alina ugly. Me too. I fully... <laughs> Me too. I because Lee very much made that, like, a central part of yeah. this character, and it's just... I read it, I absorbed it, I did not take it into consideration. No. <laughs> not at all. It did not stick in my head. So did sorry. you... I'm interested to see, did you have... Because when I read, a lot of the times, I'll have a very clear image in my head of characters, but it almost is similar to, like characters in a different book or like famous actors or actresses did you have somebody that you were imagining or was it just kind of like it was just kind of like an unnamed like okay. stranger I've same. never seen before yeah same I sometimes I, I have I get, it I get what you mean yeah like I that happens to me that a lot for like for like maybe Mal let's move into Mal then <laughs> our um our... so let me just get this out of the way I hate Mal yeah this is a Mal <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an active Mal anti. This is a Mal anti podcast if you are a Mal stan. I'm so sorry. I really am sorry, but you're not going to like what you're going to hear. No Malian enjoyers here. What? <laughs> His name is Malian. Malian? Mal. Oh my God. Mal. M A L Y E N. Why did I forget that was his full Lorenzo. name? Lorenzo. Ooh. Malian. Malin? Malian? We're going to call him Mal. Mal. <laughs> This isn't a Mal love podcast, so, no. yeah, just to get that out of the way. But Mal was very different oh, than God. I anticipated. <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> very much not, so sorry to Archie. Archie was great! Archie Reno, is that how you say his last I name? I believe, yeah. Um, Archie was great, <laughs> but, <laughs> I think it didn't. 
did not transfer from from me from let's page just, to screen. Yeah, let's just say it. He didn't make me enjoy Mal any more than I enjoyed him in the book. I will agree with that. <laughs> and I didn't enjoy Mal like much I was, in the book anyway. I was anyway. hoping that the actor would save Mal for me, and mm, mm. it didn't happen. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Archie did good, but, I mean, when you're given a character like that, you really gotta work hard. Yeah. <laughs> no hate to Al- <laughs> Alfie. Alfie. <laughs> Who's Alfie? <laughs> I can find Mal and Archie, I think. No hate to Archie. No hate to anybody. Right. This right, is an all-love right. podcast. We love the cast. We do. We do. I feel like I really do love the cast. I, I said this to Bella when, we were, when she was first watching. I was like, um, yeah, if I hadn't read the books, I would have, I think I would have been, like, a Shadow and Bone, like, TV show stan. Mm. I can see that. Yeah, I kind of agree. Because then I, I wouldn't have any prior knowledge about it. And- right. Like, I think if I didn't know Book Mal existed, I could be, like, a Mal. I would get behind it. <laughs> yeah, like, I could be like, oh. I like this dude. He's got some good moments. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah, in the book, they describe Mal to be the pinnacle of the fuck boy. <laughs> yeah. And he really does live that. He lives that truth. He does, in the book. He does. And in the TV show, he's just, he's a, he's a whipped little boy. <laughs> he really is. I was thinking about that, like, he really, like, he has kind of a big presence in the show, but it's always kind of, like running after Alina. Yeah, and that's very much not what his character is like in the book. It's almost, it's weird. Like, I feel like in the beginning of the book, he's kind of, he almost kind of addresses the fact that Alina's, like, not pretty. (laughs) No, yeah, and, like, he totally, um, in the first few pages of the book, he actively, like, ignores Alina, and, like, there's a part, I can see if I can find it, but it's, um, he gets... He's in a conversation with Lena. They're like, it's that beginning part where they're like, they have their arms around each other mm. and they're talking, whatnot. But then, um, I think it was either Dubrov or, um, what's the other name? <laughs> the other friend. Should we turn to the wiki? <laughs> By the way, I have the Shadow and Bone wiki pulled up um, for details that we might not know because. Honestly, some of the names in Mikhail, this book... Mikhail. That's his name. Mikhail. He comes up, and he sees that Alina and Mal are talking, and mm-hmm. he actively... He's, it's that whole part where he's, she's, he's like, oh, hey, Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Referring to how skinny she Damn. is. Damn. And Mal just, like, laughs with him, and, like... I know it's supposed to be, like, a playful little, like, making fun of them, because, like, oh, he likes her, blah, blah, blah. TV but... Mal would choke him out. <laughs> no, really. He would kill him. But TV they Mal. Kept, but they kept that in the TV show. The part where they called her sticks, but like it was more lighthearted. Yeah, like this it was seems more like bullying. The book one? Um, I feel like they kept a lot of that is the one thing about the show. They kept a lot of things true to the book, but it's also like the book one, I maybe it's just because we have more of a description of what's going on. Yeah. But I feel like her ugliness is really just every page. It's like, she can't catch a it's break. It's like an emphasize. When we tell you that's her main personality. <laughs> Literally. I found the paragraph, by the way. Okay, go ahead. So it says, Mikhail looked at me as if he hadn't even known I was there. Hey, Sticks, he said, and gave me a little jab on the arm. I scowled at the nickname. But he had already turned back to Mal. So Damn. already ignored. Already she's like in the book you can tell she's mad at the nickname, but yeah. in the TV show they were more like, ha 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 ha. Oh my god, you call me Sticks? That's so quirky of you. <laughs> yeah. The TV show I think is overall a little bit lighter. 
Yeah, definitely. And then they go on to talk about, like, Zoya and all the other Grisha that are at the camp. Mm. And Mal's literally, like, cheering with them and, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep at the Grisha, you know? Yeah. Um, And then completely just strides off with Dubrov and Mikhail. And Alina's just left there being, like, great seeing you. Love you, Mal. (laughs) When in the TV show, they're... They just, they stay the other. Oh, he's glued to her side. It's glued. When we tell you this man is whipped. <laughs> Completely whipped. Yeah, so I think that covers Mal. Um, we should probably address Mr. Shadow Daddy himself. <laughs> Mr. Ben Barnes himself. Trademarked by Jesse. I am interested to see if he was what you imagined. Um... I think so. I know you said that you pictured him to be, like, ugly. Okay. <laughs> Let me reword. Because I just harped on Lei for calling her character ugly. So I'm not going to say the same thing. Um, I definitely... I imagined him to be... Because they describe him as, like, the Darkling. And, like, he's this ancient... Okay, can we just say spoiler alert? We're Obviously. gonna we're gonna spoil. I don't know if it's gonna just spoil the first book or maybe the second one. We're we're talking about the the whole series, Great. the series as a whole. My brain can't remember. He's this ancient creature, you know, like he's this really like mythical thing. I almost imagined him for any of my Addie Larue lovers, for any of my V. E. Schwab lovers. Just finished that book. I imagined him as a Luke. I imagined him as this like ethereal creature. And I know that can't transfer well when you're casting a human, but I definitely did not imagine him to have facial hair. I, def- I no, actually, I didn't imagine the facial hair. I did not. Have. I imagined him very smooth, very like chiseled, very pale. I imagined him very pale, and then his hair very, very dark and like a lot longer than Ben Barnes's. But I will say, I think Ben Barnes was great in the show. I think. How you know how I said that I thought Mal was gonna mm. be saved by the actor? Mm. I think Ben Barnes definitely saved the Darkling. Yes, movie. I love the TV Darkling. I do too, a lot. I do too, a lot. I there was not one moment of my reading experience that I could like book Darkling. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Don't force me. I hate everything about him. But TV Darkling, maybe it's just because of Ben Barnes. But he, I was like, I was just kind of like, oh, oh, <laughs> he's had a hard life. Yeah. I don't know. No, he got me very, like, even there were some points where obviously you don't love him, mm-hmm. but like, I was always interested in him. Like, I was never bored by the weight, like, of his portrayal of the Darkling. Right. I thought it was great. The main, the main thing about the Darkling is he's, he's the villain. Yeah. In case you don't know. <laughs> In case you've never read any of these books and just want to listen to this for fun. (laughs) You know, I would. Maybe. I don't know. Listen, I'm not judging anybody. He's the villain, if you don't know. He's the villain. Alina's the hero. Yes. As we read from the blurb. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was kind of, I was kind of swooned. Okay. By the Darkling. I think that's fair. I think anything. She wrote some parts, like, you know. Yeah, the be- I actually I kind of revoke my statement. I will say the beginning of the book, right when when we don't know he's a villain yet. Yeah, like I kind of I liked him. I, I shipped them. Yeah, Kalina, sure. Okay, maybe I didn't go that far. <laughs> I knew that there was something up with him, but also like I was kind of like just enjoying the moment of like I don't know what's up with him. So like I'm just gonna enjoy it, and like 
listen, I gotta give it to her. He's an interesting character. Yeah, I think he had a lot of potential as a character. He did. We will get to that. Let's not reach to his potential, let's say. We will get to that. Um, so there really, I mean, there's a huge cast for, uh, for, you know, the main plot in Shadow and Bone. Do we want to touch on any of the other Grisha? Is there anybody that really stuck out to you that I weren't really... Zoya's is very important. Yes. I was going to say Zoya. the plot to, of the first book and yes. the rest of them. Yeah. She's part of the main crew. Yes. And she's a bully. Yes. <laughs> Let's just get that out there. She's Zoya. The, she's the hashtag mean girl. Zoya is, in fact, the mean girl of the book. And she hooked up with Mal. Yes. And in the TV show, they did not hook up. That would never happen. Personally. She tried. Yeah. And she, Mal was like, no. Nah. Mal was swooning. Listen. TV Mal they, and book Mal. They described her blue eyes, dark mm. hair. Yeah. I did not picture Zoya the way they casted her, mm-hmm. but I do very much enjoy TV show Zoya. Mm. Let me look up her name. <laughs> I know what I was just going to say. I feel so horrible. We're saying all the other people's names. I know. Um, yeah, I will agree. Zoya, for me, I think this was one of these moments when, sometimes this happens when I'm reading. By the way, count the amount of times I say, when I'm reading. When I'm reading. Take a shot whenever I say, when I'm reading. <laughs> anyway. Um, this happens to me a lot, and I'm aware of it, and it's definitely a toxic trait, but I cannot stop doing it. If I am reading about a new character, and I kind of get a lot about them before I get their physical description, if what I have in my head doesn't line up with what the author says, I will completely disregard what the author says. If I have had this image for maybe a page or two, and then she finally ends up looking in a mirror... Or somebody else describes her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is not what I imagined. It, it never happened. Ignore. It didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen in my head. I'm sorry. I can't do it. There's continuity issues there in my head. The movie of my head, it's ruined. So Zoya was kind of like that for me. Yeah. Um, so my, the Zoya I had in my head is completely different than how she's described in the book. So like, I feel like I can't even comment on this. But it was kind of, I mean, it was kind of similar. It was like... I don't know who I would cast as Zoya if See, it was like book accurate. Yeah, I didn't have a, I didn't have a person in mind, but I really imagined like I know Zoya. I'm also, um, I started reading reading King of Scars, which is the first book in another separate series in the Grishaverse, but it's mainly like Zoya is one of the main characters, mm-hmm. and so they do lead us um, like another physical description of her, and so. I remember she says it's, like, long, dark, wavy hair, mm-hmm. blue eyes, See, which is... I, I picture someone in our real life. Oh! <laughs> I, I don't picture, like, an actress or anything. Okay. You'll have to so, tell me who that is after yeah. we finish. Now I'm interested. Um, shout out. Shout out to... <laughs> shout out to Zoya. <laughs> we know you. <laughs> Personally. But, um, yeah, let me just interject with... Uh, yeah, the give casting. the name. Give the name. So Zoya is played by I'm so sorry if we butcher these names. The one thing they they got right is like they casted a very diverse yes uh, we're group just of people we're just horrible so I'm so it. sorry I'm not white <laughs> I am <laughs> okay so Zoya is played by Sujaya Dasgupta she's a very beautiful talented actress she was great. I thought I thought she was great. She is book Zoya, and it is my. She just doesn't have the blue eyes. That's she doesn't. It. She doesn't. 
But it is my toxic trait that I imagined her differently. Yeah. So That's not on her. It's not on her. It's not on Lee. <laughs> it's not on the show writers. It's not on the casting crew. It's on me. <laughs> and I will, I will, I will take that burden. <clears throat> so. Okay. Who else is important? Jenya. Oh. Jenya okay, wait. played by Daisy Heed. Jenya, right? Jenya. For some reason in my head it was Genya. I always say Jenya. I think Great. in the show they say Jenya. It is Jenya. Let's okay. say Jenya. Sorry, what was Jenya's? What was who's that? Who's the actress again? Daisy Heat or Daisy Head? Okay, <laughs> Jenny was great. I yeah, she's very much what I envisioned her to be. Yeah, I feel like because because she has such like she's very well. Not to sound <laughs> go for it, girl. But I mean, in the book, she's just described as like the most beautiful girl ever, with like red hair and green eyes yes. and stuff like that. Yes, I she just. To me, when I read that, it was just like a blank slate. Like, I just pictured the red hair. Yeah. that's it. I think because she, like, because she's not another, like, brunette with bl- blue eyes girly, I had a very clear image of her in my head because, I mean, I don't know if there's any other redheads in the show or in the book. I think she's the only redhead. I think so. And green eyes, like, that's kind of unique. Yeah, like so it stands out. <laughs> I feel like because she was written that way, it was when I saw the actress, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's Jenya. Yeah. It wasn't really hard for me to get on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, the way they re- r- righted her. Righted her. <laughs> wrote her. The way they righted Jenya. <laughs> I'm college educated. We both are. <laughs> we have a bachelor's degree. Okay. <laughs> the way they wrote her. <laughs> I just think it was very much true to the book. Yeah. In my opinion. I love a good Jenya. Yeah. I'm a Jenya supporter. I'm an active Jenya stan. <laughs> Me too. I feel like she gets a lot of, just a lot of trash for no reason. Yeah. She wasn't very, she wasn't as, like, big in the show, I think. Yeah. As she was in the book. Even yeah. in the book, she wasn't, she doesn't become important until, like, the second, third book. Yeah. I think that is the tough thing about the show, too, and I think we should probably address this, is the fact that there's so much going on because there's the main so plot which we're really going to cover in this episode um but then there's also the side plot with the crows which that's a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother thing and it's also doesn't line up to the book so it's really tough for us to talk about um so yeah i think it's a lot of those i guess more minor characters in the book really kind of suffered with the show because they're trying to fit in two plots that eventually intertwine in one, like, what is it, eight episode, 40 minute episode long season. Like, it was, it's kind of a, it's a tough thing to do. But I think they did good with the time that they had. So. I think we covered casting, though. We have one last one. We do? Who did we, we forget about? Bagra. Oh, no, how could we forget? How could you forget? I love Bagra. <laughs> I love Bagra. Literally, like, that she's woman, iconic. she's a legend. Um, Bagra's played by Zoe Wanamaker. This made me so happy. <laughs> Do you know who this is? No. Um, this is Miss Madame Hooch from Harry Potter. Oh! And I was so happy to see her because she didn't line up with what Bagra was in my head, but I didn't care. As soon as I saw her on screen, I was like, yep, that's Bagra. I threw out everything I had in my head because I was so obsessed with her. She killed it. She did. She killed it. I honestly, I don't 
have like an active picture of what Bagra looks like in my head from no. the book. So I think I just imagine Bagra to be older, but like yeah, but like honestly, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So he killed it. I love that. I love that it was Madame Hooch though. Yeah. That warms she my did little, great. That warms my heart. She killed it. Yeah, I have no. I really have no other comments about her. She was great. Honestly, I was just picturing like pale and old and ancient and ancient. <laughs> That's what old. Kind of snippy. <laughs> Yeah, she killed it. Love her. Love Bagra. Her house, her little cave is what I pictured different, I think. Mm. Yeah. I think I just imagined it, like, a little tinier. Yeah, it looks very spacious in there. It, it kind of looked luxurious. I a was little. Like, I was like, hmm. I was like, if my son gave me this and said, you know, kind of keep quiet, I'd be like, all right. It looks cute. It's yeah. by a lake. Right. She got to walk around a little bit. I remember it being, like, the whole thing is, like, keep it hot and humid in there. And, like, you have to close the right the cave and everything. It was just out in the open. Listen. I liked it. Um, I think that's it for, like, the main casting. casting. Yeah. That's not the crows. No. Right. I just think. I think that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. That. We do not have the time to cover. We need a separate episode for that. Even though I have very strong feelings, but not this episode. Okay. Um, Do we want to move into plot? We can. Okay. (laughs) So, run down. The plot. Here's what happens. She's an orphan. She's an orphan at Karanzin. She has approximately one friend. That's Mal. That is also an orphan. That is Mr. Mal. (laughs) She is ugly, <laughs> as we have said previously. <clears throat> she is a Grisha. She is. And she escapes testing. She does. By cutting her hand, mm. inflicting pain. She's a smart cookie. How she figured that out? I don't know. How old was she, like 10? <laughs> yeah. At 10? <laughs> I was... 8 to 10, I don't remember. Something like that. I was playing Club Penguin at 10. (laughs) I was not thinking of ways to avoid Grisha testing. Even though it doesn't sound like it's, like, a huge thing. It was just more so, like, she didn't want to get separated from Mal. She was scared. Scaredy cat. Yeah. Anyway. She's ugly. She's scared. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. She's bad at everything. Moving on. She, uh, we get a little time jump. Oh, Mal is not a Grisha. Oh, yes. He's, Let's establish that. He's just, he's regular. He's a regular old Joe. Mal is very much an ordinary man. <laughs> but he's a tracker. And attractive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say a tracker and attractive? Yep. That's that's his personality. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. But Alina's a map maker. Oh. I can't think of anything She's that rhymes with drawing. that. Yeah. She could doodle. She yeah. knows geography. Yeah, so that goes into the second part where she goes into the army, the first Very army. True. They make she's, she's cosplaying as a regular human. They make quite a duo. <laughs> and she doesn't even know it. She must have a suspicion. She avoided that Grisha testing for a reason. Yeah, like... Girl's not stupid. <laughs> how would she know? That's true. Why wouldn't she just take the test? Anyway. That's beside the point. They're both in the army. At this point, they're right... They're at the village right before the Shadow Fold. Mm. 
their regiment is going to cross the Shadowfold. Mm. Let's talk she's, about the Fold. She's very, very scared to cross it. And for very good reason. Yeah. The Fold? Scary business. Scary business. Would not catch me near that. <laughs> That's for sure. Would not be vacationing. <laughs> would not be in the army. <laughs> Personally, I would not be there. It's supposed to be a destroyed village mm. or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just acts as this gigantic dark border between the Ravkas. It's like a, it, they describe it as like a slash across mm. a few of the neighboring yeah. villages I think, and towns. And I think Lee Bardugo even described it, I don't know why this stuck in my head, but I think she described it as like, if darkness was a place. This was it. And I feel like that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. I don't know. In the book, it seems a lot scarier to me. It seems a lot bigger also to me in the book. Like, yeah. Le- not, I guess not lengthwise, widthwise, I guess it would be. Like, when you have to cross the fold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems a lot longer to me. Whereas when they show it in the TV show, it kind of seems like skinny and like a smaller border. Yeah. I so, mean, they have a they have a map. They do. That is true. The beauty She's, of these books. She looks like a skinny legend. That's that true. One. Maybe it's just because maybe it's just we're getting the play-by-play in the books that it really seems longer than it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. when you're trying to cross a place called the Fold with flying Volcra, also AKA <laughs> trying to attack the Unsea, literally. <laughs> um, you know, it's not. I guess it's not going to seem like a walk in the park. Right. I mean, I pictured it as like completely like dark. You cannot see anything. Me too. And like. You just, like, you, you go, like, kind of like a bat. <laughs> Echo <Okay>. location. <laughs> sure. You can't see anything, so you're just, like, hearing all these, like... Creatures? Creatures out yes. in the distance and, like... Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess because it's a TV show, like, you have to be able to see it's something. It's a little bit of light, yeah. I don't know, but it seems, like, not as scary <laughs> in the TV show. Yeah. Um. I also kind of felt like that. I didn't know if that was because I knew that they were going to be okay. Like, when you're reading the book, you're kind of like, what is going on? But also, I think, like, books, like, they really have that power to make something seem so unbelievably scary. I think it's always... The power of words. I'm telling you. It's always scarier in your head than it is watching. I guess so. And I will stand by that. Um, But, yeah, I definitely imagined it, like, very, very dark, like, pitch black. And I, mm. I think that made the moment when Miss Alina shows her power for the first time even more dramatic because it's just this, like, complete bright light. It's almost like when you're in a really dark room and you turn on the light for the first time, it's, like, absolutely jarring. Blinding. Yes. That's kind of how I imagine that scene, and I think, like, that... I think it transferred on the screen, but, it, I mean, it, like you said, it's hard it to do. kind of kooky. Yeah. It's hard to do when you can't make the screen pitch black. Right. It, it lost a little bit of its, like, power. From yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that I think that's just due to TV. Yeah, it had to have suffered because it's because of like the format of it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I liked the design of the fold. Like, yeah, it almost it had a lot more like depth than I kind of imagined in my head because I imagined it this pitch black thing. I didn't imagine anything in it. Like it was just like darkness, and then like you hear the cawing and Mm -hmm. like you hear the Volcra climbing on the ship and stuff. But like I liked that you could kind of. I did like that part. Yeah, of the it was really creepy. Yeah, I they think, did good. I think it lost some of its scariness from 
like lack of darkness, but mm-hmm. then it it like it made up for it. It made up for it with the depth of yeah. like adding the details of the village in there. I think. Yeah, that was cool. I liked. Yeah, I liked that you could see the remains of like what it used to be. Because then you're like, oh damn, that's sad. <laughs> that is really sad. <laughs> like yeah. these poor people, their home is now just Volcra infested. Dead. Yep. Just dead. Yep. So they crossed that fold. They did. How did they do it? Miss Alina Starkov. Miss Alina. She just. I didn't think they. Did they cross the fold? <laughs> I thought they went back. You're right. They don't even cross they it. Back. They go back. Yeah. Whoa. Because they're. You're right. Yeah. They never made it to Novo Career. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. You're correct. They didn't even cross the fold. They saw yeah. it. They said, yep, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> we were attacked. They said, mm-hmm, there's some vulture like, here. We have more important things to nope. figure out here with this girl suddenly having sun summoning powers. They're like, you know, I think we gotta go back. Uh, you know, I we think gotta we gotta tell go back. the Darkling. We gotta tell the Darkling. So they, they turn their little boat around. Also, yeah, wait, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Holding. An important thing in the show is like, or in the book, it's is that they call this being the Darkling. Well, in the TV show... Oh. <laughs> They fully just call him Alexander, and that's a reveal that happens, like, in the last book or something. Yeah. Sorry, I'm joking. Give me a minute. (laughs) Sorry, you guys. I'm getting over a sinus infection, so I'm trying to, like, sip water, but I joked. Anyway. My girl. I was just so astounded at the fact that they didn't call him the Darkling. They didn't call him. I don't know what it was. I think they said something about, like, oh, it's used, like, as a slur towards him, and it's, like, good. That's literally the point of it. Literally good. He's the vi- he's the villain. <laughs> I hope they use it as a slur against him. <laughs> but yeah, they just call him Alexander willy-nilly. Yeah. And like, that was like an important reveal. That to- was the big reveal. Yeah. And also, where did General Kirigan come from? I that was don't know. other name they used for him. Is he Alexander yeah. Kirigan? We get a full name? I hadn't think he They call him General Kirigan. Can I look that up? <laughs> is, like, Kirigan his last name? Did we get his full name? We in never the... got his full name, I don't think. Maybe they made it up for for TV purposes. Because they clearly made up... Well, they didn't make up Alexander, but they pushed it forward quite a bit. Because that was a big thing. It's like the intimacy of the first name. And they just, like, dropped it right off the bat. I know. No intimacy there. <laughs> None. <laughs> That's like a relationship building thing. And yeah. Like they just... Which is interesting. Okay. Um, and I think it also, like, I think it's also, I was talking about how the Darkling is like, was such a big, like, ethereal, mysterious creature in my mm-hmm. head. And then you see good old Alexander. When you don't, when you don't call him the Darkling, it's like, you lose the, like, you lose the mythical, ancient, like mystical quality i feel like alexander's like oh yeah he's some dude and (laughs) he's got this weird cut thing but like i guess they did it to like disguise the fact that he's the the black heretic the darkling whatever but i guess the darkling is different than the we don't find out he's the black heretic till the end of the right right right. i don't know i guess they didn't want to lead people on it's just weird yeah i didn't guess it when i was reading the book yeah backer said it i was like well (laughs) that went over my head I just thought it was like the his great 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 grandpappy or something. <laughs> I was like, maybe. I, no, I actually did think he was like his grandpappy. Yeah, I thought it was like a descendant. I just kind of rolled with it. I thought he was like, yeah. I didn't question anything. Honestly, yeah. I, I didn't really think about that until now. No. There was just too much else going on. I was so like, why can't this girl lights. light up like the fold? I was not thinking about the Darkling. 
Yeah. Hate to say it. They just give you too many things to care about at one time. Yeah. But, but they, moving on. They turn around. <laughs> they turn around. They contact good old Alexander. <laughs> and Alexander and says... He has to see her powers up close. He says, you come with me. Are <laughs> you going to quote the book? No. Girl, I don't know what he says. He says, quote. You have the quote? No. Oh. I was supposed to be really impressed that you flipped to the quote that quickly. <laughs> I know. I, I have the book here right in front of me. Mm. She is the, um, the research... For the book, and I'm the research for the show. Which is kooky, because she usually reads more than me. Well. I'm more of the TV show, media, film person. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, they go back to Kribeer's. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and they test her powers. Mm. And she can't summon the sun again. Weird. So, Mr. General Kirigan... Alexander, if you will. Slash the Darkling. Slash the Black <laughs> Heretic. AK, AK, AK. Yes. Um, comes in and he cuts her. Straight up. <laughs> and the pain, which is kind of like what the Grisha testing is. Yeah. Uh, they inflict pain on her and she calls her power again and she didn't she get away from the, the room testing this time. Literally. And he's impressed and he's like, you're coming with me to the little palace. Sancta Lina. <laughs> And she's, she's like, not what? Yet. Oh, actually, well, kind of. she kind of is. Because the whole thing is like, she's the ying to his yang. Mm. He's a darkling, she's a sun. Mm. So they're like, oh, she's our savior. She's going to destroy the shadow fold. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 So I guess kind of. A little bit. I guess she's sancta. She's sancta because she's got the... I feel like she's not sancta until... She's done with her training. That's true. <laughs> She's got a lot to work on. Because Miss Girl shows up to her first lesson and oofa. She sucks. She meets Zoya. Spoiler alert, she sucks. She sucks. Spoiler alert, she's ugly. She's ugly? She sucks. She's bad at everything. She's weak. <laughs> this girl can't catch a break. She meets Zoya, who's she perfect did. in every way. Yeah. And Alina's like, and great. she's Zoya's supposed to be like kind of like the second love interest for Mal at this mm. point in the book too. Yeah, there's a little bit something going on there between them. In the book, he sleeps with her. Yes. <laughs> in the book, it's not a little bit; it's a lot of it. It's a lot of it. There's actually something that happened. Um, but yeah, she she's just like, oh my god, she's so perfect, and I'm here. <laughs> I am simply here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she goes through a training. Mm. She meets Bagra. <laughs> Bagra beats her over the head. Bagra routinely beats her until she can summon her own power without the Darkling's help. She presents her powers to the king and queen. Mm. The winter fate happens. Yeah. After Listen. she finally trains for a bit, she, the winter fate happens. Yeah, she gets better. Yeah. She learns. She figures it out. She struggles, but she got there. Bagger hits her over the head a few more times. Now, she knocks something into place. Yeah. <laughs> she figures it out. Oh, man. She shows off her power. She does. It's a success. Um, yeah, the winter feet, I pictured it a lot differently. I do too. Um, in the show, it was kind of like, it was kind of more like a ball, and like they just had one tiny little stage where yeah. they stood up and they were like, hey. Yeah. Here's a little ball of light. Yeah. Let me throw it across the room. But, like, in the book, it it's, like, this whole magical 
routine that they planned with like all the different Grisha. Mm. They had like mirrors around and everything, and she was yes. like bouncing light off everything, and like it was super cool, and it looked like stars and whatnot. Yes, a lot so, more theatrical in the book. Yeah, I was I was very excited to see that, and then when it didn't happen, I was like, oh. It's kind of disappointing. And it happened quite quickly in the show. Yeah, no, she literally just got up, and Alexander was like, shut up. <laughs> Is that your Ben Barnes impression? <laughs> yeah. Ben Barnes, I am so sorry. I love you. On behalf of her, I'm so sorry. But yeah, he was just like, show the world your power. Mm. And then he just kind of like pushed her off the stage and was like, yeah. It was definitely a lot more grand in the books. Um, I imagined, like, the room that they were in itself a lot bigger, a lot taller, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. kind of like it was a very I small guess, room. Yeah, because there was in the books there was so much going on, like mm-hmm. and light was bouncing, and I kind of imagined like a I pictured like a disco ball, like when you aim a light at a, mm-hmm. a disco ball, like that's what I pictured. Yeah, and that's just not what happened. No, it was kind of just a little. She light just conjured and... a ball of light in her hands. Yeah, and was like, whoo. Yeah, and that was it. I mean, I guess that's all it took though, because after that, everybody was. Cheering, and that's when everyone was like Santa, Santa Lina. Lina, and then Kirigan was like, "You know what? You're kind of sexy. <laughs> Let's this go make out in the bathroom." It's when things take a turn. <laughs> now, was it the bathroom in the book? No, the map room. Oh, the map room. Why what did I think you said the bathroom? Because I I kind of slurred my words together. Okay. It's okay, but <laughs> I think I remember it being like in the hallway in the book or something. I think it was still in the map room. Really. Or maybe they started in the hallway. I think it was kind of long in the book. Oh, they were they were the like super close. Listen, to there was a lot of tension. Life, the yin and the <laughs> creating new life. The yin and the yang. The dark and the light. The good and the bad. You know, it had so much potential. Like I would have loved if he was like, act like a good person. I would have loved like, if he was a villain that I could have stomached. Right. Does that right. make sense? Like a Luke. Yes. If he was a Luke, I would, oh mm. my god, that would have been so good. Change the game. I wish he was a villain who, like... Was actually sexy. Right. And, like, was not, like, misogynistic. <laughs> and, like, literally a horrible person. But I wish I wish. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. We'll move on. On the bright side, the makeup but scene... <laughs> was that a sincere joke? No. That's hilarious. Okay. On the bright side. <laughs> On the bright side. <laughs> On the bright side. The makeout scene between Ben Barnes and Jesse, however, was great. It was great. When he lifted her onto the table, I felt things. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Overall, 10 out of 10. Yeah, no, they, they killed Very it. Very short, though. Very short. I. It was a long scene in the book, I think. It was. With a very abrupt ending, because... Mm. He gets called out. And Bagra goes in. And Bagra goes in. And says, girl, you better you ignore leave. All the red flags, Alita. She said, my son is crazy. Let me tell you, he's the black heretic. He will kill you. He's Alexander. He will exploit you and then kill you. Yeah. And that's his plan. The plan is to make her go into her villain era. Dun dun. And he was about to win until Bagra stepped in. Queen. 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 So she says, I'm going to help you get out of this. As all this is happening, Mal is out there in the woods. <laughs> um, tracking down the staff. 
that's on the cover of the book. <laughs> if you didn't know. Fun fact. The Fun stab fact. that is the amplifier is on the cover of the book. Have we talked about the amplifier? No. We really skipped over that. Amplifiers are the main important. <laughs> we really skipped over that. Yeah. Okay. So if um, you didn't know. They're super important. Very important. The amplifiers help amplify <laughs> the power of whoever kills them. Yeah. So in the first book, we have the stag, and the stag is meant to be killed by Alina mm. and make her even more powerful. Bring because in more sun. Now she's got a job Vitamin to do. D. She's got to defeat this man because she knows he's up to no good. Now it's now it's a race to the stag. Mm-hmm. Now we get the villain side. The villain. And uh, Mal's out there. Mal doing Mal be what he there. does best, tracking. And, and you know what? He did it. He found the stag, and he's coming down to visit Alina. Because he found Alina, too. He didn't just find the stag. He knew where Alina was. This man's tracking everybody. <laughs> this man has a GPS system on everybody. Because <laughs> remember, he came down during the winter feed. Yeah. And was going to... Because... Hello? Why am I confused? It's okay. Do you need clarification? Maybe so. On what? Because wasn't... Okay. Yes. <laughs> Who was blocking... Were they blocking communication between Alina and Mal and, like, she got super depressed? Well, in the TV show... I don't know how book That's what I remember yes. in the TV show. Jenya was not giving Alina Mal's letters. Right. Mm. So right, there's, right, there's right, been right. no communication since she left... Where were they? Kribisk? Yeah, there's been no communication. They've been radio she was, silent. Like, depressed. Oh, and then that she she removes the scar from her hand. Mm-hmm. She tells Jenya to be like, "No, I don't want this anymore." She's and on, so. yeah, she's on a complete b re- like re- whoa, b round rebound rebound. She's on a complete <clears throat> rebound train, and that's when she was like, "I give up on Mel. I'm gonna go with General Kurigan." Mm-hmm. And then General Kurigan was like, "Girl, I just want your power." <laughs> but then when he turns out evil, she's like, "Well." Where's Mal? Yep. <laughs> she said, where's Mal? Back to Mal. I got two options. One of them wants to kill me. The other one, I don't know. Where is he? The other one thinks I'm ugly. <laughs> one lover wants to kill me and one thinks I'm ugly. But she's not ugly anymore. She's not ugly anymore. But and he when, doesn't know that. But then when they finally reunite, he's like, ooh. He's like, what <laughs> happened in that little palace, girl? Who fixed you up? She said, Jenya. He said, I love Jenya. I love Jenya. Me too. I love her friendship with Alina. I do too. There's some questionable things she does, but right, right. right. I think she <clears throat> overall she's she's a solid one. She's the bestie for the rest. Of she's a true. Jenya and Alina, besties for the resties. Although, hmm. I sense some. <laughs> homoeroticism <laughs> oh okay. i i see a lot of genuina stands out in the world do you? you know what i can be one of them i can get behind it mm. because you know what i don't i don't like mal mm. i don't like alexander she doesn't have many options therefore jenny is the way to go i'll support that yeah i will yeah genuine genly what is it genlina genuina genuina more power to him. The other two suck, so <laughs> she's got to have somebody good. No, literally. Although book two, ayo, that's going into another episode. 
season two, baby. We getting ready. Cannot wait. Anyways. Okay, what happens after the winter feed? Well, Alina and Mal find each other. Yes. Yes. They get into a little scuffle. Because Mal thinks she's with Alexander. Mm Mm-hmm. She's like, like, let me tell you. (laughs) I thought so too, Mal. (laughs) She said, I really thought so too. And they were not together. No. So there's a little... Mal... What is their ship name? Malina? I think so. It's gotta be. It can't be... Ow. 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 We'll say Malina. I think it is Malina. Malina. There's a little Malina romance going on in the woods. She... They're the end game. If yes. you will. Yes. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Moving past that. The Darkling is pissed. Because he just lost he just lost his Sancta Alina. And he don't know what he's gonna do. He has to go find her. Mm -hmm. But they're also trying to find the same thing too. The the amplifier. So there's a little scuffle there. Alina is one crazy bitch. (laughs) She throws herself over the stag and says, you won't kill me. And you know what? He doesn't. He doesn't. But the Darkling is an even crazier bitch. He said, you know what I will kill? Mal. The stag. Oh. He tried to kill Mal. You know what? You're right. I'm yeah. jumping. I'm sorry. I'm jumping. <laughs> I'm totally jumping. We're going from plot A plot. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Back and forth. He does try and kill Mal. He does. Yes. He's like, you know what? Fine. You won't get me the stag. I got your mouth. You I am... can't protect both of them at the same time. I am so here for you imitating the Darkling in like an annoying five-year-old voice. You know what? No, he's literally a five-year-old. Fine. Him and Mal are, though. Oh, my God. They're, like, two five-year-olds. Blah, 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 blah. No, for real. Yeah. But, um, that happens. That does happen. And, um, Alina's like, uh, no. (laughs) No, sir. And the Darkling's like, okay, I'm just gonna kill the stag, and then... He's like, I'm gonna kill the stag anyway. In the book, he makes her this nice little pretty collar mm-hmm. and says okay now your your powers are mine pretty much yeah because he's the one who killed the stag mm. and put the collar on her mm-hmm. so he is the one that gets to control her new new powers yes the tv show though grew little graphic the co- the antlers from the stag <gasps> Are embedded into her collarbone. When I and saw jut out of her shoulder. When I saw those antlers go into her chest, I said, "Oh my god, sir! This was not supposed to be this way. <laughs> it was supposed to be a cute little and yeah, choker." <laughs> and now she has to look like that for the rest of the series. She looks crazy because she can't take what she wants. No offense, but you look crazy, Elena. I mean, she is a crazy girl. That's true. But if the Darkling did that to me. I'd be like, I don't, absolutely not. Take it out and I'd be like, me no. a new collar. No, 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 no. I'd be like, the collar? Maybe. In my collar bones? No. Not happening. Crazy. Ugh. Although, I think, like, shivers. that was an interesting choice that they made, not making it, like, it's almost supposed to be, like, this, like, this necklace. Mm-hmm. But putting it in her? I think it just amplifies the fact that she can't take amplifies. it off. You are killing it. You can't tell that I'm giving her a death wish. You're killing it tonight with the puns. <laughs> but you're right. 
it really solidifies the fact. Because I think if I was watching the show and I didn't read the book, I'd be like, okay, just cut it. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, just take it off. Like, what is the big problem? Mm -hmm. But I think, like, it really shows, like... Like, it's in her now. It is in her. It's a part of her. It's a problem. Which I do... I feel for her in this moment. Mm -hmm. She's, like, she's still a little young, girly. She's blessed. How old is she supposed to be, like... She's definitely a teenager. Yeah. 17? 16? Maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know. She's young. She's, yeah, I think she's young. Um, she's trying to discover her powers. She's got this weird old dude trying to leech off her. She's got this other dude who, he's hot and he's cold. And uh, she gets these antlers shoved into her chest. This girl has gone through so much. It's true. But, now that Alina's an amplifier, you know what the Darkling says? What? Into the fold! <laughs> Let's try again. Let's try again. <laughs> Little do we know, it's mm. not to destroy the fold. It is to make a bigger fold. <laughs> <laughs> the black heretic. Oh, he's at it again. Mm -mm. I knew he was up to no good. <laughs> right. You had to know. And uh, pretty sad for Alina. It is sad. <sighs> So they never end up crossing. No. <laughs> um, she gets dragged out on that boat. I think, no, they do end up crossing. Do they cross this time? Because then she gets on the boat. And then Siege and Storm comes in. Oh, yeah, they do cross. They meet Strumhound. Ooh. The end. I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. Yes. For Strumhound. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Did you see the casting room came out? Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're feeling good about it, right? Yeah. We're feeling fabulous about it. He looks exactly how I picture it. <laughs> I know. Incredible. <laughs> Love it. Cannot wait for season two. So I guess now we're getting into season two territory. That's season storm, baby. That will be another episode. We will have to do another episode. Oh, definitely. <laughs> That's in the future, though. So let's, why don't we wrap this up? Yeah. Outro. Outro. Thanks for listening to AdLib with your hosts, Bella and Michelle. Make sure to follow our socials at the handle AdLibPod on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram for behind-the-scenes content. And also stay tuned to find out which book we'll be talking about next. Hey guys, tune in for episode two where we'll talk about Drumroll. Heartstopper by Alice Oseman. Yes. I'm so excited. I've been wanting to watch this for so long. Same. <laughs> but I've been waiting because I want to read the books first. Yeah, we definitely, it's going to be really fun to cover. I'm excited. It's been taking Netflix by storm and so we have to do it. I feel like it's a requirement in the year 2022. So tune in next time.